Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and before we begin today's episode, we first wanted to thank you for all the support you have shown us throughout 2017. All of our listeners in the D&D community have been very inclusive, and we really appreciate all the help that we have been given. We hope to do so much more for you throughout 2018. We have a lot of projects going on, but we did want to continue to help out our other D&D podcast friends out there. And to do that, we're going to be posting this promo before our episode begins. So here's a short clip of the Law and Disorder podcast. Okay, so you find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy looking bartender. And uh, I will to crime. What? I will to crime. Or crime, I'm proficient, I assist. Sweet, I will to crime with advantage. Okay, all right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs> Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. It's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at that'snotcanonproductions.com or find Laura Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. And now on to our episode. With me, as always, are the following players. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a wood elf, way of the Kensei monk. Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria, an ASMR Order of the Immortal mystic. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Daryl, a human evocation wizard. Hello, I'm Nick. I'm going to be playing Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue. I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Kalima, the half-elf domain of the grave cleric. And we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Last time, the party finished the fight against Fulmer and discovered the terrifying reason why people were acting strangely before they disappeared. As Fulmer was defeated by Sildan, a strange brain-like creature, known as an intellect devourer, appeared atop the elven warrior's head and tried to take control of Sildan. Fortunately, he resisted the effort and with a combined strike from Sarya and Daryl, the creature was destroyed. As Sarya came to terms with the death of the only person she ever knew growing up, the rest of the party searched the house, but discovered nothing of interest. After disposing of Fulmer's body, Daryl revealed his figurine of wondrous power, Ebroth, and had the magical dog try and retain the scent of the intellect devourer, hoping it could warn the party if it ever smelled another. Gathering the remains of the strange brain-like creature, the party steeled their resolve and pressed on to find the undead that Kalima had sensed earlier. Arriving at Vral's hideout, they watched as Vral, in the form of a humanoid tiger, dispatched two thugs as his shadow mastiffs tore apart what looked to be a shadow. Vral then shifted back into his human form and said, Well, I suppose we should discuss this. And this is where we find the party. The rest of you are standing in this room as Vral returned to his human-looking form, having fired two bolts into one thug and immediately turning his hand crossbow to fire in one that he had just stabbed and held up in the air. 
turn to look at you, and as Sound kind of very quickly returned to the room, says, Well, I suppose I should explain this. That would be most appreciated. <laughs> as Vral kind of starts to sheathe his dagger, you see him suddenly like grip his head for a moment and look over to you, Saria, and just say, What was that for? I didn't do anything. Everyone make a perception check for me. Okay. Okay. With the exception of me, because I'm not- You are not there yet. Okay. I see nothing ever again. (laughs) I rolled a nat one. I rolled a meh, so. Yeah. Let us know when you want them, Tony. All right. Solid meh. Perception checks. Chris. I got a 12. Saria? 14. Kalima? 14. (laughs) And Sildan? A natural one, so seven. (laughs) <laughs> Why did the one who has perception have to fail? Chris, roll two d20s for Ebrath. All right. Oh. Ad- advantage. Uh-huh. Advantage on perception smell checks. Sweet. Yep. 19. Okay. <laughs> Immediately you hear, over there. As he kind of gestures like to a chair that's turned over. You guys peek around and immediately see a very tiny brain-looking thing start to scurry off towards the door. Kill it! <laughs> I would like to shoot a firebolt at firebolt. it. Firebolt. Yes. Go ahead and make an attack roll. All right. I am prepared, just in case. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Roll your damage. Sweet. It's a brain with legs. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a tiny... Yeah. It is tiny. Oh, Awesome. That is a max damage. Whoa. You rolled two tens? I did. Rachel can come and verify if, if it is in doubt. No, I'm not I believe up. you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say, of course I believe you. You say, I'm not getting up. Yeah. <laughs> so Daryl, very focused as you see this thing and just hold, gather your arcane energy, release the bolt of flame, just slams in this thing. In your heads, you all hear for a moment like, and it just stops moving. Excellent. This is why I roll two dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made all the difference. It did. Immediately, Vral just looks over and like, uh, what is that? That's what we've been dealing with. Question for the DM. I know it's called an intellect devourer, correct? You do know, in the book that you read, you heard it referred to as an intellect devourer. Okay, then I will. Uh, I believe that is what is referred to as an intellect devourer. (laughs) It's not the first one we've seen today. I think we all need to sit and share some information then. Yeah, I think that would be beneficial. At this, you see he kind of checks his hand crossbow for a moment and then just hooks it back onto his belt before picking up one of the fallen chairs and sits down in it. Well, who wants to share first? So you're not just a uh, human. Hmm. Um, he turns actually over his shoulder and you see the, the two shadow mastiffs behind him. He just whistles at one of them and it runs off towards the other door that uh, you guys have seen him go through before. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, I am not just human. These explain your Cat-like tendencies. Feline qualities. 
Uh, I was going to say, does he still look like a cat right now? Currently, no. He shifted out of the, okay, the cat okay. form. So he looks like the way he did when we met him. Yep. Slicked back black hair. You actually do notice this time, though, he's got a, a slight burn across his his side of his jaw. Hmm. It looks very fresh. Hmm. Sorry, these were not the only ones to come in. The others, it's only two others, ran off down that hall. You're saying there's two that escaped? Yeah, some time ago. Oh, I was going to say, should we give chase? But Chances are by this point you won't find them anytime soon. That's what I'm trying to see if my good little wolf will go and track their scent. But no, I am not just human. I am a were-tiger. Can I roll a history check? Checks, 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 yeah. checks, uh, checks. That's checks. nature. <laughs> okay, nature. Yeah. Nature? I like to do that oh, as well. I'm so good at these. Oh, now I roll well. All right, so 16. 16. 17 for Saria. 17. Daryl? Uh, nature check. It is a 13. And Kalima? 18. I got the highest. Woo! Wow. Ooh. With a negative one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't roll very good. All of you know that as a were-tiger, it's a form of lycanthropy, which is kind of a curse. Anyone bitten by anyone who has lycanthropy has can transform into an, a type of animal. Between Saria, Sildan, and Kalima, though, specifically, you know were-tigers tend to keep to themselves for the most part, and most of the time they tend to stay in jungles and away from civilization rather than be right smack dab in the middle of everything. They also tend to be neutral. They don't side one way or another. They're very they're much more in taking care of themselves. They don't tend to lean in any sort of alignment direction. Whereas you do know other uh, lycanthropes have a very specific kind of alignment to them. It's something that actually changes the person infected with it. So it's general indifference, like a real cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do what I do. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> I contracted this quite some time ago. You seem to be using it to your advantage. Well, people usually assume I'm more than human, considering they can't hurt me in the normal way. Simple blades, and you see him, he picks up one of the, the short swords that the thug was holding, and he just kind of, like, smacks his own arm with it, but you see it can't penetrate his skin. They do nothing to me. He just drops it back down. You'd think being the leader of the Shadow Wolves, you'd be more of a werewolf than <laughs> were-tiger. I didn't say it was my choice, did I? Have you thought about renaming your group? <laughs> I still prefer to hunt in the night. I like wolves as well. So, that yes. doesn't really answer, I mean, that answers a question, but not any of the pressing questions, such as, who were those thugs, and why was it intellect devour after you? I don't know why that thing was after me, but they were mine. The thugs. They were yours? They were my men. So they turned on you? I don't think it's that simple. If you, this intellect of our, you said, I would guess, was in one of them. 
Tony, so, uh, sorry, I'd like to go and check out the bodies to see if I can, you know, notice any, like, missing brains or something like that. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> How, I- uh, make a medicine check. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was investigation or medicine. Medicine in this case. I would like to ask Ebron if he smells the scent of any other intellect devourers in the area. That's a 20, 21. Okay. Ebreth starts to to smell a little bit. Kalima, did you want to do something? Yeah, I was just wondering, the door we came in, is it still open or closed or- It's currently open behind you. Okay, I think I would walk over and kind of just pull it closed and kind of stand in front of it just so that we aren't suddenly ambushed while everybody seems to be doing searching and investigating. <laughs> Good call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do see Vral at this point is kind of getting some sort of uh, herb out and he's wiping it on the burn at the side of his, his jaw as you're going to inspect this. Uh, I was about to say, can I take a second to kind of just catch my breath and roll some hit dice? <laughs> I will tell you if you are able to take a short rest. And just okay. Uh, but yes, if you want to start preparing for that, that's fine. I'm going to ask Vral uh, how he got the burn if normal weapons don't affect him. Okay, but before that, based off of your medicine check, Saria, as you go through, the others, as far as you can tell, like, they have brains in their skulls. As far as I can tell, they have brains. As far as you can tell. <laughs> the one that was closest to the intellect devourer that you saw, uh-huh. as you kind of go to inspect him, there is a, a hollower sound within his skull as you're kind of looking him over. You make it sound like I'm smacking this <laughs> his empty melon again. Well, you're kind floor. of, you're looking in the ears because the ear is the only indication you've had so far that there's been any sort of interference. And this is the only one that has fresh cuts and scars in the ear. Okay, then I will share that with the group. It looks like uh, this guy over here had an intellect devourer. Probably that one. I'm pointing to what I assume is just a pile of like scorched mush that was yeah. the intellect devourer. Yep. Okay, so- You would also know based off your previous role of intellect devourers that if its host is rendered unconscious or basically brought to zero HP for mechanics terms, it immediately is forced out of the head. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say to Vral, I think you uh, forced the intellect devourer out when uh, you took this guy down. Well, that's good at least. Exposed it. He kind of like stretches and cracks and... So... I think uh, Daryl had something. I was wondering, how did you get the burn on your face if normal weapons don't affect you? Some... I think it was a dragonborn who was wearing a hood and cloak. It it entered behind the others, and its first attack was to breathe lightning on me. Hmm. Dragonborn, huh? Dragonborn yeah. smell bad, maybe? Terrible. Like death? Quite, in fact. Oh, boy. However, as soon as this dragonborn's minions start attacking, I think she realized she's the only one that could hurt me and ran. I will turn to Ebreth and ask if he still smells the dragonborn in the air if we wanted to try and track him. Roll 2d20s and take the higher. I would ask him, was it a male or a female dragonborn, just to confirm? Mm, Female, I believe. Okay. Couldn't tell from the brief glance underneath the hood that's interesting i rolled a 10 as the higher okay so you i don't smell anything (laughs) lots of death in here 
Yeah, that's that's accurate. As you see, like three dead bodies on the ground. Yes. Good job, Ebrith. Excellent deduction. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've so learned, Pearl. Yeah, you're a were tiger. Telling you my story, or should you talk to me more about these intellect devourers? Tell us yours, but just give us the highlights. Fine. There's a reason I know so much about where Sildan's from, because I come from there myself once <gasps> upon a time. What? What? <laughs> Whoa. Mind blowing. <laughs> this is the real plot twist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There was a time where I lived within the Rugorum woods. So you are from my homeland. I am from Essentias, yes. <laughs> my parents were hunters, and as they took me out, we were nearly killed in an orc raid. I was left near dead, and a strange woman came up to me and bit me saying that I would thank her later. A woman? I never did see her again, but it did change me. And as he kind of talks, you see he, he smiles and his teeth sharpen for a moment and then go back to their normal form. By changing me, it healed me. It kept me alive. I spent some time in those woods, but I grew bored. I wanted more. More than my parents ever had and more than I did growing up. So I traveled, eventually coming here, and decided to make this urban setting my woods and my jungle to hunt. That is my story in the highlights. Okay, that was great. Uh, interesting <laughs> stuff. But about the intellect of ours, because I think that's a little more pressing, though I'm glad yes. you, you and Sildon do it. You're not related or something, right? I'm not uh, an elf. No. Okay. He's a human. <laughs> Could have been a half-elf in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. So, DM, can we just sort of summarize what happened with Fulmar? Yeah, that's fine. That will take you some time as you kind of uh, going over what happened with Fulmar, what you found out. And that it seems like intellect devourers might be the cause of some of the disappearances. Yeah, I leave out the part where I almost cried. That part doesn't come up. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kalima chimes in. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. she's like, and she was almost tearing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Tor. Yes. First, I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Okay. You're pretty wise. Check though. in my character sheet for that number. <laughs> He's a wise dwarf, right? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty wise. I got yeah. got a plus four on it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't have advantage on this saving throw. Uh, not advantage. Uh, the, the the proficiency. proficiency. But mm. let's see. Seventeen. Okay. Oh. Then I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, oh boy. Oh. And oh. Kalima, I would like you to make a strength saving throw. That's a good thing. I'm strong. That's my other character. You're like, I'm super strong. Never mind. That's that's my paladin. Is <laughs> <laughs> a saving throw or a check? Well, first, saving throw. And Tor, what was your deck save? My deck save was a 19. Mm. Okay. Mm. Play into your strengths. And Kalima, your strength save. 16. Oh. Okay. Mm. Tor, as you are stepping out the door, you 
start to slip and step start to step quickly down some stairs, but you start to catch yourself and slam into another door. Kalima, you feel the door behind you budge slightly, <laughs> but hold it. Okay. Immediately, I will pull my mace out and like push, <laughs> like brace my hand against it and just kind of, guys, somebody's here. Okay. We draw our weapons. <laughs> yeah. Shing. Don't <laughs> attack. Uh, Tor, is that you? Tor? Yeah. I'm opening the door. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. How do we know it's you, actually you? Yeah, okay, I think, guys, it's time for one of those classic quiz questions. Tor, if it's really you, what object did I light? The magnifying glass. Okay, yeah, it's him. Now just kind of fine and open the door for him, but step back and I'm still like eyeing him closely because yeah. he's been gone and there's intellect of hours yeah. wandering about. So you about. creak the door open and Tor, you see the room in chaos compared to the night before. <laughs> All of your new allies weapons drawn like Daryl has seems to be almost ready to cast a firebolt at you as you enter into the room. Now hold on Tor before you take another step. Ebroth, can you smell any uh, intellect of hour on him? Roll 2d20s. Has Tor met Ebroth? No, but he can smell for an intellect. Yeah. He can smell for the intellect of ours all the same. No, no, I just made this might be a little startling no, no. for Tor. <laughs> you see a, a, a pretty big dog coming right for you and smelling uh, the air. He's going to incite that, that sudden surprise dog immediately. Just, <laughs> okay. what's going on here? 16. For the insight, that is a 24. Oh. Dog seems to be inspecting you. Okay. And it just... It turns to look at you, Daryl, and just seems to shake his head. All right. I guess it is him, then. Can't be too sure. Tor would notice that Saria would kind of be sidling up to him and staring at his ears. (laughs) (laughs) They look okay. So I would... uh, put my sword back in my sheath, and mm-hmm. then walk up to Tor and lightly smack him on both sides of the face. Hello, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the sourest expression on my face. Did, Hello. Did it go okay, Tor? You're obviously in one piece. So she didn't, you know. How was your conversation with Bayagosto? Immediately, Vral kind of perks up. You spoke with Bai. Yes. It's a lot to cover. Shall I begin? Hit the highlights for us. <laughs> As he's saying this, Kalima's going to kind of like push him a little bit forward, like fully more into the room and then reclose the door and retake up her post. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seems fair. I had not planned for you to be right at that door when he stumbles <laughs> in. <laughs> You're welcome. Good job. Uh, sorry, question the DM. What time of day is it? I'm trying to keep track of when we're supposed to go back and meet up with Thoven. It's getting pretty soon because it's Going from early afternoon to mid-afternoon about this point. So maybe like in an hour? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. He did say he would cast a sending spell, though, when he would be going to meet you. I know. You just want to be there ready for him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't want to, you know, disappoint him. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want your friends to know, Tor? (laughs) And you only hear that, by the way. One thing, other than I, I, I see you, you dealt with the uh, beings that Relian brought with him. 
I was going to warn you of those. In the Feywild, deals are more binding than I think any of us can imagine. Like, magically binding? Yes. There were a few times that a deal was struck, and I felt a chill throughout my very being. So, sorry, just to clarify at this point, did did Nick, did you tell us everything that happened, or...? He's. This is him saying. Okay. Into okay. The, gotcha. Okay, just want to make sure. I, I'm <laughs> gonna make sure I'm not using any knowledge that. So all of you currently are very confused. Yeah. Relion and yeah. things and Feywild. Yeah. What yeah. were the three deals that you had to make? Whoa! You went to a different plane. <laughs> Do I need to back up? Uh, it's a lot <laughs> to take in. So it's not something that's normally done. Yeah. yeah. Planar travel is something I've only like seen in footnotes. I've only read about it in books. In the footnotes. It's something that someone only like Thoven Arborshade would be able to accomplish at this point. Did you go with Thoven to the Feywilds without me? <laughs> Man, <laughs> as I mentioned, Fyagosto is a very powerful Fey. She's able to not only bring someone into that world, but she can influence the passage of time within the Feywild. DM, can we make checks on the Feywild? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Not no good from Saria. Oh. Mm. <laughs> not great. It'll be interesting to see how I handle this because I got a nat twenty, oh. and I don't oh, know anything gosh. about Arcana. Okay. So yeah. So Sildon, what's your total? Twenty. All right. <laughs> Kalima. Three. Saria. Eight. Daryl. Sixteen. Okay. Saria, Kalima. Not yeah, a clue. We know it's another um, plane, right? <laughs> Daryl, you know the, the Feywild is a plane that is rumored to where elves originated from. It is a very forested, very wild plane, uh, tend to be filled with more chaotic creatures and the Fey themselves. Sildan, having heard yes. stories from your parents as you traveled, they often told you about this mystical land that the elves originated from, this place where time doesn't move it's always in a perpetual state of dusk yet anyone who apparently travels to and from it time warps as you return and there's also the potential for you to forget ever having been there if you don't have elven ancestry oh in addition to everything right. that daryl knows i will relay this information to the group so you can even tell uh tor at this point you kind of get the impression you were kind of lucky to be able to even remember this so, Tor, you said something about making deals. What kind of deals did you make? She had three such deals to ask of me. One was, I think, just to make a point of the power of deals in the Feywild. She simply wanted to examine this. And he pulls out the magnifying glass. Okay. And she just handed it back to me. But I felt the chill. <sighs> Tor? A second... May, may I see the uh, magnifying glass? Yes, I inspected it, but I was hoping you would do the same. I hand it out to you. Tor, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh, jeez. Okay. Nine. <gasps> you immediately second guess yourself and says, you know what? Actually, never mind. And don't want to give it to Daryl. Oh. Like he uh, pulls it back. I, yep. I I, uh, I snatch it back before Daryl touches it. 
Can I incite that? <laughs> yeah, please. Yep. yep. I think we'd all like to incite. That was super sketchy. Sorry, Nick. It's, we know it's not your fault, but our characters are like. <sighs> I rolled bad. I rolled okay. I rolled pretty good. All right, Sildan. 21. Saria. 17. Daryl. A natural one, so it'll be a total of two. Oh. <laughs> Kalima? Oh. A nine. Better All than right, Daryl. so Saria and uh, Sildan both, it seems as if he just, he suddenly changed his mind in such a split second between <laughs> starting to hand it out and pull it away. Unnaturally quick. So I'll kind of give Saria a look. So Tor, uh, do you mind if I check out Magnified Glass? Because you know, we kind of have a history. Me, Magnified Glass, you know, the light spell, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> me you the magnifying glass come on yeah you remember yeah <laughs> guys such good rapport yeah <laughs> make another wisdom save okay i'm holding out my hand in what saria believes to be a friendly manner i don't know if it is but that's what she's trying to do <laughs> roll a deception check <laughs> oh hey guys i'm trying or performance <laughs> performance <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying to perform normal human 18 <laughs> okay you suddenly think don't know why you were feeling so protective of it. I mean, it costs a lot. And you hand it out to Saria. Okay. I will take it and hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> you catch on fire. Tor, I'd, I'd like to check and see if there's any mad residual magic on this. It seems odd that she would just take it and then hand it back. Does it feel different now that, I, that I'm holding it, Tony? Uh, make a investigation check. I am going to use my nomadic mind ability to get mm-hmm. proficiency. Yeah, 15. Looking it over, doesn't seem different from when you last saw it. Okay, seems the same to me. Tor, is it okay if I check this for residual magic? Do it quickly. I'm not sure what influence she still has upon me. Well, it'll take me about 10 minutes. Yeah, hold on, Tor, is she exerting some kind of influence over you So right I will now? say, one, Tor, you don't know she has any influence on you oh, at all. Okay. You just thought it was weird. Well, um, what I mean two, by that is hearing her voice in his head, even now. Oh, that. Gotcha. Yeah, two, Daryl, you don't actually have to be in contact with it to do the detect magic, by the way. Right. You just need to be able to see it. Yes. Okay. Does okay. that take you ten minutes? That'll take you ten minutes. If you guys would like, as we are going to be here for at least 10 minutes, I could- That does mean, Daryl, you can't take a short rest. But okay. that's why I can do okay. a prayer of healing. Okay. Just wanted to mention that. Because it does take 10 minutes for me to cast that. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. So you guys will do a little spell casting, and I guess Sildan and I will stare at Tor. Do you still have his magnifying glass? Yeah, I'm still holding it. He hasn't taken it back, and it looks fine to me. I stare at it, do that thing where it makes you look like your eyes really big, and then pull it back and forth, you know, so it gets bigger and smaller. I actually look away from it, just just in case, you know, focusing on it causes that weird feeling again. Okay. So, what is Vral doing during all this, Tony? He's watching all of you uh. with interest. Uh. Okay, so, so Tor, magnifying glass nonsense aside, she asked to hold it. What were, What else did you agree to? What did you get from her? As I mentioned, Relion being from another plane, and 
being someone that has crossed by a ghosto is not someone that she's really fond of. Is Relion a dragonborn? I doubt it. Just because the plane that he's from is so little known, little understood. It's the far realm. But they also feel like if there was somebody of an unknown race, we would have heard about it. Uh, you mean here in Orenthal? Yeah, it seems like yes. that would have come up. So wait, who is this Reliad? I don't think... It's someone who's crossed by a ghosto and... Someone who is the leader of this sect. Of the Whispered of Ones? The Whispered Ones. Relion, you said? Just the just the name? DM, can we make checks on Relion? Yep, make a... History? History check. History! Oh no, uh, I'm not good at history. The... I'm assuming I can't because I'm doing... A you and Daryl are both focused on, yep. on spell, the casting. Spell casting. Uh, okay. That's what I figured. Just let me know when I need to roll my healing... Points. I'll I be doing after this. As well, if that's uh, something I haven't done before, you have I'd... not done a check on the name Relion. I shall do that. <laughs> I shall historicize. It's like, yes. oh yeah, why didn't I, I do think about this at the time? Was a there little was, preoccupied. To be fair to Tor, there was a lot happening. Yeah. <laughs> Lots taken. I was there when you're ready for checks. Sorry. Uh, seventeen. Sildan. Four. <laughs> you sound unsure. Tor. <laughs> 24. Okay. Tor, you heard the name. You don't recognize it from anything. Saria, same thing. Okay. So it hasn't popped up in any of the books I've read that I can recall. Not that you can recall. <gasps> okay. Well. By this point, Kalima and Daryl, as you kind of are discussing Raleon and doing all of that, and Tor's filling you in a bit. Kalima, first, go ahead and roll your healing. Okay. 10 total hit points back to, it would be our group. Plus myself. So that now with that, can I roll hit dice? You will be able to take a, a short rest. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I know I keep asking. Daryl, as your detect magic goes off, you detect see the faintest hint of an enchantment on the magnifying glass. Okay. Now, did we do a uh, detect magic on what was the hag's eye before it was destroyed? And you did. Does this yeah. bear resemblance to that? Nope. Can I tell the nature of the enchantment? Enchantment. Enchantment. It's enchantment. You see the aura of enchantment. Okay. That is all. I'm not able to glean any other insight from it? No. The tech magic only gives you so much. Okay. Can I, I can't make like a, an arcana check to see what may emit this kind of aura. You're getting greedy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, you can try. He's not going to give you anything, Chris. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Tony's, Tony's nicely telling you. The DC you, might no. be really high. Yeah. He couldn't add 20, Tony. Then you have to give it to he him. He couldn't add 20. I could. Let's give it it's a shot. Always a chance. Let's see. <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the total? Total is 18. It's an enchantment spell. Enchantment. <laughs> enchantment. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to let the group know that I do detect something on the magnifying glass that I assume it was not a magical magnifying glass before this. Never noticed it before. Yeah. So there appears to be some kind of enchantment on this. 
All right, so she did something to the magnifying glass to enchant it to make Tor super possessive. Tor, what what else happened? You said there's this Relion who she told you is the leader of the Whispered Ones. Yeah, actually, oh god, why you just said it, cat Brawl. dude. Yes, Brawl. Brawl. Have you ever heard of a uh, Relion? <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel like I've heard the name maybe before, but it's. Doesn't ring any particular bells. Did she say anything more about this Relion? No, she said that even though Relion does not honor his deals, and apparently somehow is How not- did she break the deal? I thought you said he's magically bound. Somehow he was not bound. Yet she is? Yes. You said he's from a far realm or something like that? That is the name of the plane as was given to me. So maybe he's not bound by the laws of the Feywild for some reason, because he's from another plane? By that logic, neither should we be. Yeah, but, but our plane's like the the low, crummy plane. Like, not one of the special ones. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make some kind of check on the what we know about the Far Realm? You can try an Arcana check. I would like to try an Arcana oh. check. I'm not going to do this one. I'll attempt, but I don't see this going well. Sorry, Tony. So many checks. We really it's like, okay. we like our checks. There's a lot of information, too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Daryl. Arcana check. I got a 22. Tor? 20. Sorry, did you do the check? Or? Yeah, 13. I did, but it's 11. What'd you do? Okay. <laughs> you guys have never heard of this plane. None okay. of us. Wow. None of you. Unless this whole story... So this whole story could be something by a ghosto made up, right? Yeah. Like, just to, like, mess with us or mess with Tor, because that's what she does? Because I've read a lot. I haven't heard of this. Yeah. Is it all just, like, her just messing with us for some sort of nefarious goal? Did she seem nefarious when you saw her? So, Tor, you hear... <laughs> Just in your head. Even now, she's taking enjoyment out of this. How do you know that? I hear her. Oh. Oh. You hear her in your head? Means she can hear us, guys. Yeah, in the sense that she can hear us as well. All right. Tor, I know we don't know you super well, and you're not really, like, close with us, but is it okay if we, like, check you over to see if you're carrying anything or brought back, like, I don't know, like, we had that hag's eye before? Like, is there anything you on, try, on your person? But I feel you'll only find whatever she wants you to find. Okay. Good, Tor. You're learning. He glares. Sorry's like, okay, well, we're just trying you, to help. Yeah, what are you glaring at? <laughs> Nothing. It's fine. Okay, can we, like, check? So, can we check through Tor's stuff? Yeah, make an investigation check. Just like if there's anything weird on him that he didn't have before, or like. Are you still holding different. the glass? The magnifying yeah, glass? Yeah, I'm still holding. I'm still brandishing it. Are you holding it, it in your hand? Yeah, I've been gesticulating with it this whole time. Can I try okay. holding the glass? You kind of might have to put it down to search him. Yeah, I'll hand it over to Kalima. <laughs> Unless she's she's doing an ocular pat down. <laughs> yes, I'm inspecting him with the magnifying glass. <laughs> I'll also do an inspection. So investigation checks on anyone who's okay. inspecting Tor and his stuff. So, Saria? 24. Sildan? 18. Yay. Daryl? 
I didn't roll. Who, anyone else who rolled? Nope. I think two of us cool. are best games probably enough. <laughs> yep. You see that he has a bunch of stacks of paper with what seem to be research notes on it that's different from kind of what he had before. Is it written in Dwarvish? It's written in Dwarvish. Oh, I understand this writing. So you do see uh, the very first page discusses research on the Darakul by Rurik Meldwall. Whoa, Tor, is this your research? Yes. What? The research you've been losing your mind about? As far as I can tell, but at this point, I don't trust my memories anymore. Why? Do they seem odd or something? They were manipulated before. They could be again. No, that was to to Saria. Uh, well, I mean, he did have that time he thought he gave an old woman money, but... Not the memories. Documents. The documents. Sorry, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you you started off saying like, "Oh, these are yours." Yeah. What? I've I've heard of these before, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's he told us about he started freaking out about his research when we found those papers that were being burned. I would like to uh, check the papers to see if they have anything psionic as I'm flipping through them. If I get anything out of it, or if it's just um, papers. Go to make an investigation check. Oh, did I already investigate these? No, I didn't. Okay, not these. Eighteen. Okay, searching through, you find. No indication of any psionic imprint on them. Okay. It's just a bunch of pages in Dwarvish to me. Yep. Okay. I can I can actually read Dwarvish. I'll yeah. hand them to Sildan. I can read It will it take you well. hours to well, read to, this. Well, to, to flip through it and just see, like, does it, it yeah. make sense? Okay. Is it, like, coherent? Make an investigation check. I'm not good at these. <laughs> You've rolled pretty well so well. far. 12? Okay. Yep. You start to flip through. It seems very academic, but you don't notice anything else particularly weird about it so i'll just i'll hand him back the tour and go yes this seems very smartly worded and <laughs> out of my league let, let me see them i i can actually read dwarvish and i'm are a bit okay more it to, to daryl studied are you calling sildan uneducated oh no no i'm, I'm calling I'm sildan just... uneducated <sighs> I turn to Daryl. As you can see on page 217 uh, in the second paragraph, I discovered that these Darakul had to be pulled into the world by some other means. And most likely, Relion was that means. I see. So Relion is some powerful thing from another plane called the Far Realm who brought ghouls here and is now leading the whispered ones which has something to do with the assassination attempt if by agosto is to be believed and i tried to work into this deal that uh in exchange for the research i would only carry out my end so long as all that she told me was true so assuming that he is a mutual enemy of us of orenthal by agosto he probably will not surrender, in which case I have no qualms with us killing him. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying you agreed to kill him? Yes. What was the exact wording of the deal you made? I summarize. <laughs> <laughs> for Rachel's sake, yeah, the exact for, wording. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for the other players, yeah, not just... The deal was, for as long as everything by told Tor about Raleon was true, that he was a leader of the Whispered Ones, and that his plan would be bad for everyone but himself, Tor would eliminate him 
Mm. So, thought, and I'm looking, like, across the party. Eliminate doesn't necessarily mean kill. It just means stop. Maybe it's, like, banish? Banish might work. From another plane? I'm just saying we have options besides killing. Does, did Tor, did I get that impression that she was being vague and not actually meaning kill? You believe she meant kill. Semantics. (laughs) She should have used kill. (laughs) Just saying. It's true. But based off of the previous insights that you got from her, you, you believe she meant kill. Whether or not she was being intentionally vague about it is, you're not sure. I do ask in my head, can you clarify this by? I know you're listening. Nobody else hears this unless you're reading his mind. There's no response. Of course there's not. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is a lot. A lot to take so, in. So, maybe kill, maybe not. Uh, if not, and we don't, I'll probably suffer some kind of serious consequence. Maybe I'll uh, cease to remember things for the rest of my life based on... Well, did you, a- did you ask what happens if you break the deal? She said what happened if I were to touch those papers before we made the deal. The the headaches and the psychic pain? I would never remember everything for the rest of my days. More or less. Oh. Or or less, you know, more or less. <laughs> okay, but She likes to be cryptic. Yeah, we've we've noticed. Okay. As you guys are talking, the Shadow Mastiff that had run off seems to return to Vral looking little little his head's bowed low like like he failed. <laughs> he's he's ashamed. Oh mm-hmm. no. <laughs> you see Vral just kind of like scratch him and says, It's alright. <laughs> Those tunnels run very deep. How does Vral's face look now that he got some healing from Kalima? He's looking better. The wound actually seems to be healing a little bit on its own. Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. Like he has some, healing. a little bit of regenerative ability. So, Tor, I believe you mentioned three. Yeah, good parts. counting, Kalima. We, we've got two. Kill. That's true. Or eliminate. And you were, wanted, she wanted to. Hold and your she's magnifying like, glass. Yeah, Kalina's like kind of waving the magnifying glass around. She wanted <laughs> to mess with this. So what would be the third part? The second was the one I thought you might find most objectionable. The third was interesting. She said in a ten day to meet her at her home alone. And in exchange for this, she would show me creatures I could never have imagined and allow me to study them and or that she would allow me to see them. So, okay, I'll I'll meet her at her home and decide what to do from there. So long as I go, I've met my end of the bargain. Is her home the Feywild or is her home the place that that Daryl set on fire? Her home what? <laughs> Don't worry. About oh, it. Yeah. You don't know about that. Uh, okay, so we uh, mentioned you know, intellect devourers, smothering rug, set her house on fire, but everything's fine. We set put it a out. house on fire. May not have been hers. It was a house. It looked pretty. It looked pretty run down. That's true, but she was there before she left. 
for no good yeah. reason. But we're here and this isn't our home. So no, but where is her home? Out of character, are you saying that you actually summarize all of this or are now, you all Now being... they're summarizing. Okay. <laughs> well, first, so, sorry, she's going to give you that to start. <laughs> just literally what she's, what, what I had her say, just with no context. But I fold my arms. So you, but we don't know where her home is. I know where her home is. It's where I met her the first time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this has been great. Good story time. Just to fill in some of those gaps that we might have left, you know, with the mention of the smothering rug in the fire and the intellect devourer. And then, sorry, we'll launch into a quick overview about Fulmer and the intellect devourer and Sildan almost dying and briefly mention Daryl's rug heroics. Oh, you yes. know. All the highlights. So she definitely said that you have to go alone because I would definitely be interested in notes on uh, undiscovered creatures and animals. We have more immediate things to deal with than research, guys. Yeah, guys. This is so also as you guys are talking, you see the two shadow mastiffs are pulling the dead bodies into the next room. That's fine. That's cool. I'm not going to worry about that. Just, you know, <laughs> I don't want to know. Let, let's not think too carefully. Yeah, about let's that. not worry about that. <laughs> Vral seems to be paying no attention to them. He's completely focused on you guys. Okay, so I get, yes, the research, that's great. That's wonderful. You know, Daryl, Tor, you guys could go forth in a 10-day. Right now, we know that there's an attempt to assassinate some of these important leaders, and we think there might be intellect of ours involved, and that seems very immediate and dangerous. Well, they're also clearly using the waterways. What? There's also the possibility that one of these intellect devourers are manipulating my little ones. Yeah, what, what about- And Bai did mention those are from the same plane, by the way, as Relion himself. What about the waterways? He points to the other door that leads out of the room. This is a passage that leads to the waterways, and all the attackers came from it. Clearly they're using the waterways of the city to travel. Can I think if that maybe makes sense with the vision that I had seen from the with the the solid structure with the water passing through and the man crying out in pain being tortured? That sounds very familiar. You mean sewers, right? Well, some of the water is sewage, some is not. Magic diverts <sighs> the ones that's actually drinkable and diverts the ones that are not. Okay, out of character. This city has magic sewers. That is amazing. Ma <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> magic poo filter. So just to mention, sorry, you asked this in your very first episode. Magic sewers? If there was a source of water in the city, and I told you that there are rivers that run underneath it. Yeah, I had to connect that with sewage. I'm very excited about yeah. that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magical Man. poo filter. Yeah, our, our fantasy world just got so much cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody comes in, dispel magic. No! no. <laughs> Chaos! All the dysentery. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay. All right. So, so overall, you're saying through that door, we can get to the to these underground passages, and maybe we can figure out how they're using them to navigate? You could. They're a maze, though. That tends to be why I use them. That means you probably know them better than any of us here. That's a good point. I do have a crude map of them. Of what I've been able to discover so far. I'm just like staring at him like, go on. Yes. 
he kind of reaches into a back pouch and pulls out a rolled up piece of parchment and holds it out. I would step yeah. forward and grab yeah, it and unroll it and kind of look it over okay. to see if it looks. Is like everyone looking at this, by the way? Yeah. Is everyone what looking at the map? Yep. Daryl, make yes. an intelligence check for me. Ooh. Only oh. Daryl. Maybe he's for a re- There's a reason. I got a natural twenty. What? Uh, so twenty-four total. So you start to stare at it, and you go, "Wait a minute!" And Daryl just like starts reaching into his pack and pulls out those scraps of parchment you had, and starts to shuffle through them. And you pull out several bits that you're not sure what language this is in, but you start to kind of lift it up, and they begin to match a couple of the spots in the map. Oh. With a spot specifically that seems to be a couple of spots that seem to be marked you're not sure for what purpose but it's not marked in the same way on Vral's map like with a symbol or something you mean it, it seems more like someone made a specific point of putting a mark of something on these spots like an x marks the spot kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll ask Vral, what's in this area and point to like where the two line up on his map from the scraps that I have. Kind of looks over. Um, well, this one just is a, a tunnel that passes underneath the wizard's tower in the center of the city. This one, it points to one quite a ways farther to the left of the map, is essentially a diverting chamber where the water splits to two separate areas by the Gold Petal Gardens district. So, Tony, question to the DM. Since we know where our missing people have come from, can we see if those locations that they were stationed match up with these marks? Is there a check we can make? Like, survival? Um, Make a survival check. I'm not terribly good at survival, but somebody else might be. I'm not either, but I'm going to try. Let's go for it. And I'm going to garbage. You're going to garbage? I'm good at survival. I'm going to garbage. Ooh, I got excellent. Solidly average. All right, so Saria? 14. Daryl? 13. Sildan? 26. <laughs> Tor? 20. Sorry, Kalima. I misspoke. 24. <laughs> Ugh. Darn. Ugh. 23. Uh, sorry, 13. You're throwing me off, man. 13. <laughs> <laughs> so Tor and Sildan, you kind of look over in terms of where people have gone missing, and as you study the, the pieces that Daryl has and compare them to the one that Vral has... You do see what seem to be a couple of potential points of entrance to this waterway in the general areas that some of the people have gone missing. Though you don't no one from the, the one where he pointed to the gold petal gardens that was marked or the one that the tunnel that passes uh, beneath the central uh, district don't know of anything why that those marks are there. No one's been missing from there. Hmm. So these look like infiltration points? They're points in which it looks like you can get into the waterways. According to you, you ask, I'll say you asked Vral a little bit on this, and he's like, yeah, those, these points you can actually go into the waterway. Into or out. or out of. Okay, gotcha. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So I find it interesting that one of those marked spots is directly under the wizard's tower. I was mm-hmm. just thinking the same thing. Mm hmm. Thamior? Yeah. Maybe. 
But what about Gold Petals Disket District? <laughs> I thought you said Gold Petals Biscuit. <laughs> biscuit. Gold Petal Biscuit. Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Gold Petal Bisquick. Yeah. So, okay, so we got one of the Wizard Tower. What about where Captain Marsk is stationed? The tunnel that passes directly beneath the Wizard's Tower doesn't pass over the Royal Guard barracks, or I mean under the Royal Guard barracks Okay, so nothing there. If that's what you were looking yes, for. Yes, that's exactly what Sorry would be looking for. You're so distrustful of the other ASMR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saria, you hear in your head, Hello. We were to meet soon. Yes. Should I still head to the Nickel Granger Tavern or elsewhere? Elsewhere. Okay, wait. Uh, What's this place called? I ask Brawl. How would I give someone directions? Uh, Why? It's Thovin. He's coming to, uh, I don't know, share information with us? Ah, we know Thovin. Um, n- no. Uh, head to Lash's shop. Ugh, Lash's shop? Meet him there. It's nearby. Uh, Lash hates me. Yes. You're supposed to say no, that's not the case. <laughs> no reassurance? Come on. <laughs> he just has a big smile. Okay, Fine. She hates most people. That's true. She's a half-orc. To be fair. All right. Well- She'll give you space. Does that sound okay with everyone? Thovin's asking where he should meet us because I think he'll have more information for us. So maybe we can start to- We've got a lot of puzzle pieces, but we don't have like the box that shows the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. So I guess we're going to Lash's place. Tony, we had time to take a short rest. Yes, you did have time to take a short rest. It died. Would that be including those that cast? By this point, since you did have all this extra time to talk, yes, yeah. you would actually have been able to take the short rest. And Vral, before we go, um, it's possible that if we go down there, there may be some locked doors. Yes, there might be, Tor. I don't suppose you have some thieves tools I could borrow. Just one pair. Thank you. He kind of reaches uh, like does a gesture to one of the dogs and rushes out of the room a moment later rushes back and drops a small kit into his <laughs> hands which he quickly wipes off and hands over to you man these dogs are amazing no wonder daryl wants one <laughs> right seriously <laughs> well i have a, a dog i was about to say Ebreth is just eyeing them does he the look whole time mistrustful no he's like i could take him that makes sense and that's where we're going to end this episode for today thank you guys for listening please make sure to share this with your friends follow us on twitter at rules as written please email any of your questions you have for the dm to dm at dndraw.com also please subscribe and leave us a review on itunes and also subscribe and leave us a comment on podbean google play and stitcher thanks again and hey all have a great day